Shadowgrange was dead. Donovich knew this in his heart, even as it trembled from dawn till dusk. The town had never been a metropolis, or even a center for any of the rallying forces of Cathars or hunters that passed through the outland valleys. But time, as it weathered, had looked down upon the town with vindictive disdain. In the flickering candlelight of the barren church, he tried his very best to pray. Calloused, pale hands clutched a silver collar, with all the faith he had left shaking in his hand. But after enough time passes, faith is not a shield anymore, it is a tether, and he wasn't sure how much rope he had left. His blood was so, so close to the surface, beating, beating, feebly, but steady below the skin. In the quiet luminescence, he felt the wounds and marks across himself, scarred, scabbed, and open in varying states of healing. He hoped it would be enough, but the scratching, devilish, a constant needle through the lens of his thoughts reminded him it wasn't. He need be a provider once more. Hi, Internet. Welcome back. You like magic? I do. That's why we're playing this game. So, where we last left off, our intrepid band of vampire slayers, they were making camp following the fancy seance they had earlier. And after much discussion and pursuing of rumors and being assaulted by uh, giant indigenous forest creatures, uh, they ended up settling on a general destination of Palos, the large neighboring town. Uh, it seemed the best place to pursue most of the cryptic information they had been given. However, in the process of doing that, they re recalled that they had been given a potential job that could have long-running implications. Uh, back from Shadowgrange, back visiting uh, Ismark Kolyanovich, they then met his sister, Irina Kolyana. Irina... Excuse me. Uh, Irina, however, refused to travel with them at the moment and to be escorted to Palas as her brother wished, instead wishing first for her father to be buried. And our group was more than willing to go along with that, but in the process of attempting to have him interred by the priests, they heard strange sounds coming from underneath the chapel. Looking down below there, they found a locked trapdoor leading to the Undercroft and signs from the priests that and the sounds that the boy below there, the priest's son, was no longer human. Conrad had just unlocked, after a series of deft picking acts, the trapdoor, lifting it up, revealing a rather scarred scratch underneath of the trapdoor. It nearly been worn away from to looking nothing like solid wood anymore, except for the thickness preventing it from getting through. Below you can see dark. It's dirt and stone. It's not a masterful built basement. It's simply serviceable. A place where storage could happen. You can't see much below here at the moment, though. It seems empty. Excessively quiet. Conrad, <sighs> not the first you're the one I've, at the gateway. Not the first time I've done this before. Everyone be careful. And I'm gonna start walking down Wait. into... Hmm? So it's at least the third time. Sure. But just it's not the first time you've done it before. Sometimes He's done it a lot of, of times. Sometimes in the heat of the moment, I say things incorrectly. Is this in character? No, mine wasn't, and I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so are you getting any backup down there, or am I stuck father watching? Something tells me he's not going to be getting in our way any longer. So if you'd like to come down, by all means. The priest is pretty silently weeping, kneeling gently, clutching a very small relief of Avison's collar. Okay, yeah, I, okay. 
After all, you don't get to be 52 without uh, having a few friends along to help. And I'll start walking down to the cellar. Valerio will follow after having helped him haul the door up. Oh god, where'd I go? I mean, yeah. Look over to the right. Is it it dark down there? I found me. It's very dark. Okay, I'm gonna produce flame in my hand. Uh, How far does that shine out? Like 10 feet. Uh, 10 feet bright and 10 feet dim. So 20 feet out. Great, okay, one sec. I'm useful. (laughs) Nick very conspicuously doesn't take out his hooded lantern. I mean, when you're part firebender, you never need a lantern. What about the rest of you? What do you do as those two descend? Oh, I was heading down there from the get-go. I mean, that was... Do you have a particular order in which you're going down, I guess, should be worth asking at this moment, because it's a pretty thin passageway. I'll take point this time. Uh, I'll go behind him. Nick is probably going in last, because he is an asshole and is currently giving the like, I'm watching you, two fingers to the eyes thing to the to the priest. Nick, if you must, put him in the room with the padlock. Oh, that That is the literally the room you're in. The padlock is the trap door that you just... Take the padlock, put it on a different door, if that is your Grove prerogative. Will clamp a, Grove will clamp a hand on the little priest. Do you prefer a bedroom or study? That's dirty. <laughs> Something tells me Grove hasn't gotten laid in a... Maybe not by... People. This is getting weird. Yeah. yeah. Now, come, now come get into this church hole. <laughs> yeah, no, Illyrio will fall right behind uh, Conrad so that light. When uh, Grove, when you clap on the priest's shoulder, he doesn't open his eyes. He's had them clutched as he's prostrating on the ground. If if it's all the same to you, I, I'll, I'll spend some time in the chapel. Do not leave. Yeah, no, he's already, he's already got a bad lock on him, so to speak. Uh, let's... Let's just go. Before this gets even more uncomfortable. Yeah, and if you release him, he will slowly trail his way back to the altar at the front of the church. Uh, Okay, so marching order once again. So it's Conrad first, then Illyria, then... uh... Yeah, I suppose. Okay. So it's Faustus. He looks at the priest for a second, then closes his eye for a second, and then turns and goes toward the trapdoor as well. I guess he'll be next. Grove there'll, be an, there'll be an awkward moment between Nick and Grove as to trying to figure out who goes first, and then Grove will just nod his head and go next with the dog behind him. Not the dog! The animal always dies first! The dog Wait, that actually the would technically be spot. correct in general. <laughs> I just, I don't want him to get eaten by a by Actually, no, probably Faustus dies first, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only fair. I like to point who's going to raise yeah. me as a zombie if I'm not alive? <laughs> well, that's the risk you take, huh? <laughs> I have a feeling that if the dog did die, Faust just eagerly raised the dog. I think the dog is going to live longer than everybody. Everyone is going to jump in the way of bullets to keep that thing alive. All right. Conrad, you begin descending into the Undercroft. It's damp, to say the least. It's You can feel the water through the earth and how this ground itself seems chokingly alive in a sense that something that is only half dead could be start stepping through it's you don't smell anything other than age moisture the very hints of decay that creep at moss but nothing else and everything is eerily quiet in fact as you take further steps down the stairs you realize you don't hear your own footsteps uh if you would make a perception check please Oh, not bad. Do we all need to? No, just him. Okay. Perception. Uh, 20 after bonus. You take a few 
wandering steps, and as you feel your feet brush against the rock and dirt, you know the sounds you should be hearing. You know that the vampire must be upon you. When you say upon me, how upon me do I know? You know, from your experience vampire hunting, you've been with the church a long time and encountered several, not as many as some heroes, more than you probably would like. But you know that vampires, they emit while in its sound, if they wish it to be, is muted. It's very close. It's almost, it's immediately upon them, like nearly a f- couple feet. You twist your head. One moment. Vampire has to sharpen his fangs before he eats. I think we're about to get ambushed. <laughs> it's not an ambush if you were expecting it. Oh, we're being attacked by Kevin from Home Alone. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin is coming for us. <laughs> Dude, we're fucked if we're attacking Kevin. The wet yeah, bandits we died like 75 times in that movie. It's going to turn me into a skeleton. You that see was a boy. a great video. Yeah. Oh, a teen. Young. Younger than everyone else here with you. He is emaciated. Incredibly skinny. He's clad in rags. And yet, despite all this, he is beautiful. You're not exactly sure what words to describe him as. He's well composed. Seems tone fit. But you know that he's beautiful. And in knowing this... You're even more affirmed in the knowledge of what he is. You can see him rushing to you through the dark. Your near senses just telling you where he would be. As you look at him in the eye, he pauses, looks up at you, and is tentative. But as he lowers himself down, you can tell that he's acting more an animal than a man. Everyone should roll initiative. Eight. Is that dex proficiency or just dex? Proficiency. Ooh, not okay. eight. Ten. <laughs> 17. Uh, if everyone can note these down for a moment, I need to... Yeah, I got a 7, but it didn't let me send it to the turn tracker, because no valid token was selected. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't either. I have another program I'm using personally, so don't worry about that. Okay. Yes, Travis. Wait, so you had proficiency? Yeah. Okay. Wait, do you... no, you don't. Don't you? I thought you did. No, it's oh, not doing yeah. it automatically on this sheet, and it's not doing it automatically on the other you, sheet. You are correct. My bad. No yeah, proficiency. You add to initiative, but okay. you have proficiency to most other things. You can't be proficient at going first. You'd think you'd be able to be. Well, you can. That's high dexterity. It's probably something... It's just not like a skill. It's probably yeah. something some classes get to add their proficiency back into initiative, you know, since there is an option. If they want somebody to be super fast. All right, okay. So what are people's initiatives? Uh... Eight for Conrad. Yep. Nick is at a twenty. And then Valeria is at seventeen. And then we jump a while before we get to everyone else. <laughs> okay. Uh Falsus at eleven. Yep, eleven. Grove at ten. Grove at ten. Jesus, how did you roll so bad? Roll the six plus four. It's the only time I'm ever gonna go faster than you. <laughs> I don't and know. I've been tied for last the last two combat. This is not boding well. And Grimhild. Grimhild seven. Just not quick on the draw, I guess. All right. Um, so starting the initiative is Nick. At the back of the line. You're not exactly sure what's happening yet. The line is held up for the moment. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll delay. I'm busy looking at this beautiful child. Can, can, um, you, can you delay on this, or do you just yeah, have you, to... Yeah, you have to hold an action, but you could say your action is dash, which is, you know, a full action move. Um... So what would you like the trigger to be to tell you when to dash, though? Just when space is made? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, Illyria. Cool. I'm gonna 
throw the flame that's... Oh, I can't know. Because then we plunge into darkness, and that's not good. Dark bad. <laughs> you responded by throwing the only light source at the enemy. <laughs> Dark bad. I, mean, I, can, I can throw it, and it does 1d8 fire damage. Dark and bad. I know, but vampires <laughs> are highly flammable, right? Yes, you forgot no, this not, not, not highly, but dark bad. They're more hurt by flame than by blades, but they're not particularly flammable. All right, then we will make their child flame blade. Like, I'm going to turn one of my scimitar. Do I make a scimitar or do I add it to a scimitar? Oh, I just make a fire blade in my free hand, and it's essentially Sick. a scimitar. And I'm going to kind of lunge past conrad and try and stab him all right one moment so, so wait you're gonna run past the strictly defensive guy yeah no i'm gonna hit something okay because if i can catch the kid on fire he probably is gonna get kind of distracted what is the flame the first spell you used uh produced flame a flickering flame appears in your hand the flame and is that concentration there. it probably yes. is and uh what is flame blade is that concentration yes I know. I you can't sustain one. both, yeah. You'll have yeah, to drop the flame in your hand. And that's fine, but the flame blade also does the 10 feet 10 oh, feet down, perfect. so Never it's mind. fine. It doesn't right. matter, but I can hit better with this one. Uh, yeah, you, you might have wanted to consider what else may be in that room. At most, we discern that there's a vampire and probably some child that's eaten. Alright. Uh, so, it's your bonus action cast. So, um, how does the blade look to you? What sort of blade do you make out of flame? It's a scimitar. It's always a scimitar. Yeah, oh, all the, right. The flame blade, blade spell specifically says scimitar. So, uh, what are the components for that also? I should have a better spell list at some point, but... Uh, I wrote most of it down, luckily. The components are verbal, somatic, and a leaf of sumac. Eh, I have a druid thing. I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> leaf of sumac. So, you mutter a few words, painting your hands through the air. Where they trace the air... The previous flame you had flickers out, but the air begins to shimmer in a haze. And shortly after, another conflagration bursts out of your hand, forming, curving, becoming a soft sword, flickering in the darkness. You charge forward. Uh, 23 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Roll for damage. Okay. It does different damage because it's fire. 3d6 damage. I wouldn't add the plus four from the scimitar, would I? To damage? Your normal scimitar? No. This... Yeah. This, oh, this is literally, you said you made it out of flame. Oh, yeah. I was curious how far the scimitar stats went. I did 10. All right. You bring the new blade of flame across this beautiful young man in front of you. He hisses uncontrollably. The flames lick at his flesh, beginning to curl it black, but he doesn't move too far. Uh, how far would you like to move? Um, I'll move... You used... I'm gonna... 15 feet of your 30 so far. Yeah, I'll go up to... Hmm. Let's go two squares forward, one square left from where I'm currently at. Yeah. Uh, Alright. As you go moving past him, his hand whips out, darting at your flesh. Attack of opportunity, I take it? Yep. You guessed well. That is loud. Yeah. I figured. How bad am I hurt? That is a 16 to hit. Yeah, you hit me. I ain't no strong glass like Conrad. The prophecy has been fulfilled. Yeah, yeah. How much? You take eight slashing damage. His hand digs into your flesh as you move past. You're surprised. It looks human at first, but as you see 
small lines of red cut across you. You know that it's a vicious claw. You can begin seeing it in the air. He giggles here. and licks a finger. Alright. Conrad. Yo. The boy looks at you and cocks his head. With the hand he just licked, he moves low, quick, suddenly, driving it down towards your belly. A 13 to hit. That's not gonna do it. And then a crit. Oh, he gets two attacks? Yes. Okay. I forget, are crits max damage now or just double damage? Uh, double the dice damage. Gotcha. With a movement, he jabs forward like a dagger. It clashes against the metal of your chest. But knowing, understanding now where that is, he then dives again at a joint. His hand digs deep into your arm. Surrounded by petulant children. You take 15 slashing damage. It's Wolf. That gets reduced to 12. Uh, it, unless it's magical somehow. It is not. Okay. Sorry, guys. I think the best thing to do is uh, lock that trap door again. <laughs> oh, aren't you kind? I'm burning this kid. <laughs> just just make it fast upstairs. Uh, so you want to go home? Yeah, let's go home and never talk of this again. As thick red begins pouring and pooling against the clothing on your arm, he smiles more giddily, thirstily. He moves closer, trying to inch himself up upon your body. You want a snack? Fastest. Huh. Uh, is it possible to cast past them? I don't know. What? What's the geometry? Can Is it possible to see anything there from where we are? Uh, directly in front of me now. You could kind of scoot... To the, if you scooted to the trap door, it's a bit of an outcropping before then you can begin heading down the stairs. Uh, you could potentially, but I'd say at the very least at a disadvantage. Well, uh, could I get to the stairs between Conrad and... Uh... Uh, yeah, you could do that. It would take oh. a extra movement. It takes extra movement to move through people's spaces, but presumably I mean, they let fine. you... Can yeah. I make it in one movement? spaces? <laughs> you can't move through opponent's spaces. Well, yeah, no, I know, but it takes an extra move to move through friends. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah. hard to fit through a place where people are fighting. Yeah, have you ever walked down a hallway with uh, when someone else is coming the other way? Yeah. You get that awkward shuffle back and forth, and, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's at least have, one movement. You both have the best <laughs> intentions, but there's only so much you can do. Car nearly head-on hit me today because it wouldn't move out of the way. You can see this, now heading past there, you can see this emaciated child standing there, dripping with the first onset of blood. What would happen if you tried to raise a vamp? I take it you have this all under control, Conrad. <sighs> I would hope so. We'll see. Oh, dear, the heck, uh, they've got it all under control. One second, I'm trying to... I want to double-check something before I cast. Grove gives awkward shrug. It's not like he can do much on a stairwell. He probably bumps his head to actually go down the damn thing. <laughs> of course, this will be the only one that I didn't write down. Prince number four. By the way, if I'm moving here, has the vampire kid locked us in here, or can I go diagonal through the banister? You could go diagonal. It would cost some extra movement still, but... That's fine. I'm it would just kind of far. have to shoulder charge into it. Break some dirt. Uh, I guess quick question, because I don't know in this system. I mean, I can roll a check if you want to, but are undead immune to necrotic damage? It used to be that was the way it was. Um... Well, no. In general, it varies. Like, it used to be like, like undead gained health from negative damage and vice versa. Uh, they, I don't think there are many things that absorb stuff anymore. There are only a couple. Um, okay. 
it varies, though you would know in general just with the idea that vampires exist. Everyone knows vampires exist. They yeah. are still alive. A mockery of living, but they're still oh. alive. Okay, then I got a second-level ray of sickness for him. Please don't miss. Also, that's poison, not necrotic. Well, yeah, but I was looking at the chill touch spell, which is necrotic. Ah, yes. Also, I was considering chill touch because chill touch gives undead disadvantage on attack rolls. Oh, neat. Against the caster only for some reason, but... Oh. <laughs> it's basically you steering them away. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's like, no, no, look over that way. <laughs> no, no, In case it's more of a hairy 13 plus probably enough. Uh, is that spell casting? Nine, 19. Uh, yeah, that hits. I'm you extend sure. your finger over Conrad's shoulder and mutter a simple phrase. A sickening green ray springs out from it, tracing a line over to the cowering, writhing vampire. Wait, is cowering now after it just cut uh, Excuse up, me, uh... cowering was wrong. More low to the ground. Prowling, I guess, would be uh, the okay. better word. Sorry, that's what I wanted to... Just trying to figure it out. No, that's fair. That was my mis- misspoken. A 14. 14 sickness damage and Ooh. a uh, constitution save against 14. To not be sickened or whatever? Yeah, to not get sickened with disadvantage on attacks and skills. As you see it trace over him, he shakes and rolls briefly. Lines of green-black blossoming underneath his skin. What had been incredibly pale before continues darkening from where the flame marks had licked upon him. He seems perturbed and shakes his head loosely, blinking several times before reassessing on Conrad, and, but then staring over at you. Well, we'll see about doing that again. Are you moving point, anywhere? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I guess maybe I'll, if it's possible, I'll kind of move past, uh, what is, is that, uh, Grimhild? I'll try to kind of move past her or move to the side so she can get through or whatever, but where I am is fine. There is no the side. Well, like you press against the yeah, wall of the you. tunnel, maybe. <laughs> I get what you're trying to say. Uh, Grimheld. Okay. Uh, there's no room for, to get, for me to get in there. Oh, Wait. excuse me. Excuse me. I lost the order for a moment. Um, Grove, right? That's Grove, actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Grove will take a look down and see this crowded ass stairwell and be. No, he's not really good about being on stairs or using a bow. Um, I think I'm. Yeah, I think he's just gonna take a look and more uh, use Hunter's mark, and then just ready in action in case anybody uh, anything comes up the stairs. Okay. Just so did Vampire Boy something. make that con save? He looks kind of uh, grossed out. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be fully in it at the moment. Oh, okay. You just didn't say anything, so I didn't know if he became sickened or not. He described oh. it all right, I think. Well, I don't know how you want to do this, Max. If uh, I think technically the familiar rules separately, but for the sake of ease, he could just go on my turn if, like, when I want him to do something or something uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that would generally be better. Okay. Did you want him to do anything? Uh, actually, he'll he'll set him down and uh, have him try to move in basically past the fighting. I, I need to make him a pog later. <laughs> Or maybe, actually, if he can just stay where he is, the most important thing is he's got blind sight 20 feet. Ah, I get you. So I want to just send him into the room and try to let me know as much of what's in there as possible. Yeah. All right. As far as you're noticing at the moment, there doesn't seem to be anything else. Only the extremely quiet but visible heavy breathing of the boy in front of you. 
All right, then with that, I'll, I'm finished. And... All right, and then Grove went. Uh, Conrad. All right. Grimhild. Is Grimhild nine? She's seven. Yeah, eight. Conrad got oh, eight. Ignore me. I have star on Conrad's number. I fucked for up for a moment <laughs> earlier, but... <laughs> All right, going to push off the walls, spin around him to uh, try and get to the spot between him and Illyria to his top left. All right. I'm going to whisper a small prayer to Avison and hit him with a smite. Smite of Avison compels you. Um, what do you is think? Is that acrobatics to avoid a thing, or does that not happen anymore? We never. I never actually disengage from his... Uh... If you don't leave their radius, you don't dis- it's not actually disengaging. Okay, because it used to be, yeah, if you leave a threatened square, regardless of which... Yeah, this is, this yeah, is only think, if you uh, break away from their melee completely. Blood Bowl style okay. for this. Well, no, if it was Blood Bowl, he would have to make three checks. So that would have been terrible. <laughs> I'm going to make a go-for-it check. Uh, uh, I get a 21 on the attack. Uh, yes, that most assuredly hits. Okay, this is not going to be pretty. He would have ripped on GFI. Damn you, Nuffle. <laughs> okay. It's only a third chance. I'm fine. So I do 11 standard damage and 19 radiant damage. Oh, Wow. Wow! I guess blown all your dailies, so to speak. Uh, Smite only takes a spell slot for me. I'm okay, but yeah, you, okay. Yeah, but that's high. <laughs> Nineteen radiant damage is a lot. Yeah, you only get like four of them. Uh, let me double check. It's uh two d eight radiant damage plus one d eight for him being undead, right? Yeah. <laughs> Still. Yeah. No. Like. Yeah. No. Spells. You do rolled it. well, then. I see. I, I did roll well. Yes. Yeah. He he is James, but also spells do a fuck ton of damage. Also, he's a paladin hitting an undead. So. Yeah. This is my wheelhouse. <laughs> I guess that's true. I, I hit relatively low with fourteen on my attack. I was rolling three d eight too. So. I did ten on three d six. Which I guess is about average. Also, oh, he's weak to so it. You your again. quiet prayer, and your axe becomes coated with a brilliant white light, and you bring it thundering down. The boy whips around to keep watching you, but as he does, you drive your axe into the, the edge between his shoulder and his neck. It digs deep. He begins a screech, but it is muted by the own aura he is attempting to produce. But you can see, as it begins tearing away at his flesh, both through its holy magics and the actual rending of your woodcutter's axe, blood begins to pour out. He stares at it, almost thirsty at his own, but then looks back to you, pained. May your soul soul find rest with Madison. Grimhelm. I'll probably just say something pithy, like, the soul's already gone, or long gone, or something along those lines and then walk over and I guess stab this fucker with a sword wait uh, actually during my move I will take out one of my stakes and then I'll sword then stake uh, is your sword a finesse weapon no oh, wait. they don't have to be finesse weapons to dual wield never mind so, I'm forgetting the thing yeah, yeah you're fine I think is the thing that helps yeah is your sword wield. light enough to dual <laughs> it's the offhand of be light isn't it they both so. have to be, unless you have the dual wielding thing. Oh, then never mind. I guess I'll just. Or is it the uh, Damn it! I don't know this one. Sorry about well, it. Well, I know that the dual wield talent I have lets me use two clunky weapons. I'm not sure whether. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I was getting things wrong. Yeah. Excuse me. I should know these better. This is one of the few rule bits I did not read up on. Well, you're correct. It's okay. <laughs> dual wielding's always tough. I just don't want to be a weirdo and have two repairs though. No, no, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> sorry you are about that, weirdo. Josh. Continue. So, wait. You're fine. Oh, I, I fuck up. Go on. Sword, sword stake him. 
Okay, so sword first. Wow, that was a shitty roll. I'm assuming a 13 does not hit. It does not. Okay, and then it's going to be the same attack, but different damage for the... Wait, why is that two different things? I'm trying to understand what this is doing here. Give him the all-beef Angus. Because it should only have rolled once. Whatever. Okay, I'm just going to roll it here. Was a 22 looks, hit. That looks better. Uh, yes, I, I will... Uh, you know, never mind. I was first going to say, like, I question your proficiency in using uh, wooden stakes. And, and then I... stared at you. And then you... Yeah, exactly. For two reasons. Yeah. One, I'm a vampire hunter. Two, I'm a fighter. A.K.A. proficient that's with true. <laughs> I realized how silly my question was as I was asking it. Yes, that certainly hits. What's the damage on a stake? Uh, let's see. That would be uh, a D4 plus uh, your strength modifier. That's half my strength modifier because I have versatile style and you normally don't add it to your offhand. Yes, you're correct. Nice. Yep, minimum, of course. But it's a stake, so maybe I hit him in the heart. I don't know. But it's not reduced because it's wood. Yeah. <laughs> did it. Living wood. Yes. Staked him. So Grimheld, as you advance behind him, turned away from you, you bring your sword down upon him, but he moves out of the way with fluid grace. As staring at you now, hungrily, the same as everyone else, and as he makes a motion to you, you take this opportunity to drive the stake straight into his chest. You feel it break past a rib. You don't manage to get anywhere too serious, but you see him recoil as you hit him, still staring at you, a bit confused now about how many people seem to be here. You know what? If everyone else is going to be doing this nonsense, uh... I guess I will action surge if we're all using our dailies. I didn't use a daily. Spell slots are dailies. Like, you get them back after a full rest. I thought daily meant something you could do, like, once a day. Well, sort of. Like, that spell slot is... Whatever. Anyway, there aren't really dailies anymore, but... Uh... Eh, nah. I won't use my action surge on this, even though I don't know how much more stuff we'll be doing today. I'm done. All right. Illyria. Oh, well, first, since things are freed up... Actually, not Illyria. Double things. First, Nick, since Ariad freed up, you were able to more easily advance down. You can now see the same scene as everyone else. The emaciated teen ahead of everyone. Bleeding. People bleeding. Not just him. Okay, so now, since the only thing I prepared was the move, does that mean I just do the move? You just do the move for that, but now it's also your turn. Oh, I should have moved forward. Okay. Uh, I don't mind since you were the last person. Where would you like to move? <laughs> <laughs> this vampire uh, standing at the bottom of the stairs, we just all shove past him. <laughs> well, I guess that, I don't know if that actually makes sense. Yeah, like narratively, I don't think that totally makes any sense. Unless I can hop over the railing of the stairs there to the side. That's what I did. Oh, oh, I thought yeah. you like That's rolled past idea. him. No, I just like, pushed. Oh yeah, he pushed. He pushed through the dirt and the railing, broke a small path. I should mark that. Uh, well, technically, if he's not going to provoke an opportunity, Nick can just go around, and he's is more swashbuckly. He probably likes jumping over stuff. It, it will require more movement to move through your spaces, but, you know, he'll probably be fine. It's pretty close quarters. Yeah. So, going to finish the move, um, how, what did it take me to jump down? Uh, let's see. Uh, that used 20 feet. You could still share a space with someone. By end, you could end the turn in fastest space, and then begin your real turn. It took- you were out here at the time. Uh, well, I was closer to the the hatch, but um. Oh, were you? Okay, then never was, mind. You probably you could move uh, to uh, Grimheld space. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! All right, Larry. 
Okay, yeah, then I'll just move to that space. And probably fail to hit this little master twice. Let's I, I think Max was uh, saying you might want to move to a free space for the start of your actual turn. Yeah, what he was saying is you could get a full dash to here and now more turn to move it uh, to yes, do two actions. Correct. Oh, okay. So I lose my bonus then. That that was a dash based off your last turn. Uh, then you go first on turn yes. two. Yes. This is so, what I'm saying. Oh, Kill the shit oh, okay. out of something. Okay, okay. So I was right when I said that the dash is all I get because that's all I prepared. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I did agree with that. Sorry, Sorry about the confusion. Okay. Um, I mean, a dash is all you can do if you dash, basically. Well, you get a bonus, I guess. Well, I can also, I can, yeah, I can use my bonus to dash. But anyway. you can only, yeah, you can only delay a standard action. You can't okay. delay your move. You can't delay bonuses. All right. Um, but, you know, you can delay your move by saying, "I want to dash." <laughs> yeah. Um, so he will. Uh, so. Yes, yeah, so he moves five feet to get to where he just was. Yeah, right here is five um, feet. And then he will, uh, yeah, take a couple of shots at him. It's a good twelve. Wow, that's two twelves in a row. Actually, you are nothing but consistent. Does he have advantage because we feel bad for him, and or because we're standing a vampire? <laughs> I don't think pity Do generates advantage because of Axe welfare. <laughs> Let's just give him a flat plus Good one. Good old-fashioned stands your own welfare. It won't matter. You started a foundation. Maybe you need to change your avatar away from Bruce Campbell. Foundation. It's like the Speedwagon Foundation, except instead of helping out with stands, they help out with the dice rolls. Ah, uh, there's s- the JoJo reference for the night. So I'm assuming you're saying that it's too appropriate that he's Bruce Campbell, because Bruce Campbell would constantly fuck up? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So you step to the boy's side, drive your rapier towards him. He moves back. You weren't anticipating quite how speedy he was for how emaciated he is. You once again swing, this time in with your shorter sword. But as well, he once again sidesteps this, ducking under it. His eyes keep whirling around at all of you, uncertain of what to do now, as there's this many of you. But you know he is quite agile. I am getting old. Tell me about it. Anything else you'd like to do? Um... Curse heaven and earth both. Noted. But otherwise, because um, if you can like stay in, then he will uh, end up about here-ish. Puts you in range of my shield. Mm. Oh yeah, we should all stand next to you at all and times. I am the only person with a five-foot party buff. Well, the leader right. has light. Technically, Faustus might be standing in darkness. Uh, no, that's leaking in from the entryway. I was about to say, yeah, Faustus is always standing in darkness. Yeah, as is his <laughs> It's just kind of his gloom, me. yeah. Why is everything all black and white over there? No, what's really bad is when it's all sepia. Oh, no. no right, from Faustus to Arcelia Bright, year of Innistrad, 1864. So is, that, is Faustus a dapper Dan man? Um. No, not, not that much into gel, but... Oh. Susan, I forgot. Um, roll me a constitution save. Oh, right. To not cool. Lose the blade. Travis, it took me like a minute and a half to figure out what you wrote down just there. 13. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Okay, question. Did you do that just to fuck with me? No. No. When someone, when you get hit, you have to check if you're holding up your concentration for your concentration spells. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Any, any spell that you're holding... The way you said it, it was it was more like an I'm fucking with no 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 just base rules. I'm not gonna ask people to make rolls unless I'm like yo idiot. <laughs> hey hey, 
Big athletics check, you trip and fall on your ass. <laughs> I didn't wait uh, for your answer. That's why it's funny. Fall down the stairs and die because you're a spas marine. Roll a new uh, character. I was that GM once. I hate me from then. <laughs> anyway, Illyria, what are you doing? Um, I think I'll move through Conrad and come stab him again with Fireblade. All right. As you brush past Conrad, you come at him swinging your blade down, Ooh. attempting to rake it across his flesh. No, 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 no. He once again deftly steps back, the trail of flames flickering across, making a brief line burning in your vision as you blink a couple times, and he is a foot back from where you expected him to be. Nice. All right, anything else? No, I don't feel like moving and getting another attack of opportunity. Wise. All right. Seeing you move closer and once again whip flames at him, the young vampire reaches over to you, Illyria, attempting to grasp at you. Of course. Go for the young pretty one. That is a 20 to hit. I think that hits. Hold on. Does this count as an attack? It does. You, you can't really claim innocent maidenhood when you just tried to stab him. I'm going, to, made fire. I'm going to use my fighting style reaction to impose disadvantage on him. All right. That is a 17. That's way hitting me. One of these days, I'm going to successfully block an attack. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to successfully make an attack. <laughs> Someday pretty soon, it's not going to matter if you can block an attack for someone else. <laughs> Why does everyone I love die? He wraps his arm around you, pulling you in. Yep. Holding you against him stiffly. He then leans over and whispers in your ear. Oh, gross. Turning into air rice. He says he's thirsty. But we knew that oh. already. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, well, he rolled... Thirsty has way too many connotations so, here right uh, now. The thirst is real. He sinks his fangs deep oh. into your neck. Fuck! You Can't feel over. the essence from your... You feel the essence inside you begin to leak out. <laughs> I feel like five on two odds. Four versus three I'm less confident in. Let's just pack it up, folks. I'm going to be the chippy, chipperest vampire in all freaking Innistrad at this rate. I'm okay with <laughs> That's it. That's funny. You think they're going to let you wake up? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I got steaks for days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there are many reasons that we can to end this. To be fair, you she take... could probably be a vegetarian vampire. You can't. You take 11 piercing damage and 12 necrotic damage. Ooh. Holy cool. shit. So I get he crit on his bite. You're not. Uh, I know, I know. I'm just way you negative. Might, you might be dead, but your constitution. Ooh, that's a. That's a. My, that's a if, you're, if you're, if you're negative, your constitution. That's a spicy tooth touch. Wait my, a minute. My, my con's a 12. How, negative how, much, how much total did you do, Max? Uh, 23, by the side. I'm at yeah. negative ten. Wait, yeah, you're did, good. How did he crit? You're not dead. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. I'm. I'm. Problem. I mean, uh, however, yeah. for the moment, uh, reduce your uh, maximum health by twelve. Hey, wait, Max. How did he crit? He rolled a twenty. And then I imposed disadvantage that made him roll a seventeen. That was the first attack, which was a grapple. Oh, okay. And then the second attack was the bite. Damn! If I, if, if I knew, I could have been. So what, the first what, one was not a crit. Doing? It was roll a twenty. It was it was total twenty. It was not natural. <laughs> this is oh, bullshit. Okay. No, you're fine, Max. What well, no, is my max HP at right now? Uh, I don't know. It's reduced by twelve. Whatever it was normally. Apparently, uh, nine. Nine maximum. <laughs> guys, guys, remember how vampires are scary? This is an emaciated little shitty vampire in a basement. 
I so remember. you're saying we're gonna get fucked having to deal with anybody? Else. <laughs> it's, <laughs> a it's a vampire basement, Lord. We're fucked. No, I know what yeah, I'm doing. Don't yeah. worry. Man, hey, but hey, not the lowest HP in the party All right. anymore. As you feel the hot, wet blood pouring out of your neck, your head slumps forward, and you can feel darkness begin to take hold of you. Hey, uh, guys, our healer just fell over. I'm, I'm good. I'm not uh, the healer. Aren't you I'm going to throw elements at you, thing. cleric or Faustus? I'm, I'm a druid. I, I can do yeah. your light wounds. Faustus, it's okay. Uh, like, yeah, no, I meant to. Uh, yeah, when in doubt, uh, yeah. hit it with everything I've got. So I'll do ray of sickness again. <laughs> don't sicken me. <laughs> can 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 you raise Illyria? No, I can't. Yet. He's a wizard. They don't have healing. No, no, no I can't. I can't. No, not like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we we need Nick to walk over and stab her uh, in, the, in the neck, and then he'll be able to raise her. Like you could hit. <laughs> Wow. Hold on a sec. I need to take my headset off maybe so that I can mic drop and just leave. <laughs> no, we need you, maybe. <laughs> um I guess there's not really much Yeah, not really much in the way anything to do. I'll just I'll he'll step back a little bit and cast ray of sickness. There's no aiming or anything like that in this system, so Someone who has decent AC, can you kind of come grab my body? I'm working on it. We're, we're busy. We'll kill what threatens it. <laughs> I have an idea. I'll see. Give it the knuckleball. <laughs> two. No. <laughs> my question. Roll a two, modify to an eight. Oh, God. <laughs> Does it do anything I miss? Um, nah, I, don't, I think you miss with a ranged, touch attack, a ranged spell attack. You miss with a ranged spell attack. Bang. Once again, seeing your... At this point, seeing your traveling companion picked and bled, uh, bled at least to a certain extent dry, you extend a forefinger, and once again a sickening green flash emerges from it. The boy shifts to the side, and as you see Illyria's body move into the way, you don't pause, but you know that you're not going to hit him at that point. Max, so you turn you it to just the right. don't want me in this campaign anymore, because you could just tell me. Dead. That's just flavoring. <laughs> Okay, because like, yeah, if he's you really I want gone because I didn't decide. That to is kill literally, you. yeah, basically, <laughs> like, not because you don't care. I flavored it as not because you don't care. You wouldn't mind her dead, but more as the fact of you're not going to hit him. I mean, he's not not exactly murderous, especially on. I mean, that's fair, but again, I'm but... saying you're not going to hit him either way. Yeah. You know this. Okay. The ray streaks off to the right. Frustrated. I'll intern. I think. All right. I got. Grove. Yep, sure is busy down there. Um, I guess at this point, I'm just going to keep blocking the doorway. No, no, come um, down here and stand between me and this vampire. Grimhild's <laughs> already there. Uh, the, I'll send you down in there to go do something. Oh, <laughs> one, dog. Sending the dog down. <laughs> it could knock it over, maybe. That's fair. If there's uh, anything I've learned from XCOM, don't walk him into the darkness or, or we're fucked. <laughs> I've got, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to start shooting this like XCOM. Uh, it's got 40 move. How far can that get? A full 40? move and an attack. See. Yeah, um, it's got 40 speed. 25, 35. It could literally go to this square. I, I hate to be that guy. The dog's in. Sure. What? But if um if she's if that knocked her unconscious, uh, does that de-sustain the flaming scimitar? It does. So we're in darkness right now, aren't we? 
Uh, good point. Thank you. I have tracking on. Uh, I you will. You, you'll be fine. I'm not going to rehide areas. There's nothing really to hide. Um, I mean, he's in the no, light no, from the stairs. Right? Yeah, he's in the light from the stairs is the main thing I'm going to say here. So, like, you're not going to have a hard time hitting him still. Oh, okay. Unless he squeezes past us and takes a bunch he of He is literally at the bottom of where I had highlighted by the stairs. Yeah, that's true. Can I hit here? That's a five. It's a five-foot attack. As a dog? Woofy. As the woofy. Yes. Right. Otherwise, Let's... I would have missed last turn. And I will get rid of my quip I was putting toward Deliria. Does um, the dog provide advantage to other people, or...? Um, I will read exactly what it says. Uh, when the wolf... Uh, the wolf has advantage on attack rolls against a creature if at least one of the wolf's allies within five feet of the creature and the ally isn't incapacitated. So the dog gets the advantage? Yes. Yes. That's what it sounds like. Darn, I was hoping other people would get it. In other words, right. the, the dog kept flanking from previous <laughs> editions. <laughs> Flank the player dog. characters did not. That's that's probably fair. Whoop. Pups hit good. And roll again just to Ah. One. Uh yeah, you most certainly hit. Went um alright. Then it's two D four plus six. Twelve damage, and uh, it needs to make a DC eleven strength tech or be knocked on the ground. Oh boy. Oh please, please, please. <laughs> Like All right, Christmas. and that's also piercing damage. Yeah. All right, you barrels down the stairway, moving quickly, weaving between the crowd, uh, between the thin, between the thin crowd. You barrels down just ruined my brain. <laughs> you barrels down. <laughs> Use yes, his name. Shut up. <laughs> you barrels down between the thin crowd. You have set up around this vampire getting in at the first possible angle that would allow him access to it. He charges forward, biting heavily at his arm. He tears away a large chunk of flesh, the boy looking down to it and backing up horridly. He seems utterly frightened by this. As the wolf continues latching onto his arm, he ends up pulling the boy to the ground, leaving him there, as he rips off a large chunk of flesh. What happens to me as the vampire goes down? Uh, when you were incapacitated, uh, you basically don't count as grappled. I just mean, like, can my body weight do anything to him slamming on top of his frail, no. scrawny body? No. It's not actually frail. He's a vampire. <laughs> He's a vampire. Yeah, you, you kind of just fall in your spot since he didn't occupy. If it was occupied, cool. you might have been able to do something. Cool. Everybody stab the fucker while he's down. Jesus Christ. On it. <laughs> <laughs> On Grimhelm. It. What's that? Grimhelm. Okay, if he's down, does that mean that we have advantage? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna... Again. I'm gonna stab and stake again, because I hate vampires. They're jerks, and they suck. Literally. Uh, so, <laughs> that is a hit, I assume. That looks like... Oh, the, okay, the second one's if you have advantage, I guess. Or if you have disadvantage, so it shows both rolls. Uh, well, the second one's a crit, so... Exactly. So I crit on the longsword attack. Uh, so let me just roll damage for that real quick. And it's just the double the dice, right? Not yes. the bonus. Double okay. the dice, add the normal bonus. Okay. Uh, so that's 13 damage from the sword, and then... Oh, you don't roll the dice twice. You just double the die. What? Oh. You just double the result. So you're telling me I can only do six damage then? Just, just re-roll. The, since you didn't know that, let's just re-roll that. Are you sure? That sounds weird. I thought it was just you roll more dice because rolling dice is fun. I mean, I'll take, I'll take 20 damage from my sword. That's, That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but 
All right, and then Stakeums. It's an alternate rule, but it's one I was using the entire time, and there's been a few gotcha. so far already. So Stakeums does not crit, but is a, that a swing at 21 hits? Yes, it does. So that's 20 slashing damage, and then four uh, stake damage. All right, seeing your opportunity now that he's down, you take your sword and then drive it down into his chest. You hear a loud ripping, overcoming even the aura of silence he is projecting. He bellows in pain <laughs> as he begins pouring blood from his mouth and the wounds you've created. You once again drop with your other hand, stake going straight into his chest once again. You wiggle around a bit in an organ of his. It seems already previously damaged by the other assaults he's taken so far, but you know you're getting to some point inside of him. Conrad. Is, is, is he still alive? Yes. Christ. <laughs> Vampires don't die easily. It's a trick. Get an axe. I have an axe. I'm going to get him. Use it. Um, yeah, I'm going to take a large swing, hitting a 23 on the advantage. Yes, that hits. For a total of 11. Slashing. All right. With a large overhanded chop, you bring your axe down once again on a similar spot that you hit previously, digging further down into his neck. You feel it catch against the top of it, uh, against the top of his collarbone, and that begins to crack. You pull it out heftily, blood trailing behind it. He seems in too much pain to immediately call out again, but is still writhing. He isn't dead yet. I've almost got him. It would have been easier to bring the church down on it. Nick. That wouldn't have done the job. All right. Um, Hit him. You yeah. got advantage in everything. <laughs> Oh, boy. Don't jinx him like that. That's really mean. <laughs> or attacks. All right. Especially considering last round, he did roll 2d20 and got the same thing on each. He rolled another is... 7, he's got a jackpot. To be fair, I rolled on dis- I rolled on advantage once and got ones both time. As the rogue. Uh, on a pause one. So that everyone can admire that third 7. Jackpot! <laughs> and then, uh... Do we're oh, actually 7! Ching, ching. Jesus, dude. All right. Wow. And, uh, here, here is short sword. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, that's Yay. gotta be a hit. Yay! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> short sword him. Joy. <laughs> With the short sword. Kick his ass. You best use your short sword. Luckily, uh, sneak attack doesn't care if I hit him with my shitty weapon. So there's that. Is sneak attack not specifically the first stack of the turn? No, it's. Um, if you had advantage or flanking, basically. Or in my. It, it's basically as long as I'm not being ganged up on, I have sneak attack damage because of my class. Nice. Oh. Oh, yeah, it's once per turn that you do hit. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> it's okay. You do, like, get some strength in there. Making it count. Dex? No. Some Dex in there? It's an offhand weapon. Oh. Oh, and you yeah. have a fighting style. <laughs> right. Uh, you you, you had a style a going battle? I didn't have a style. You need to have a fighting style to do uh, a tribute bonus on offhand weapons. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I dual wield because that's more chances to hit sneak attack, not because it does like a shit ton more damage. Nick, seeing your opportunity, you move forward, attempting to plunge your rapier down into him. But in his flailing throws, you didn't expect his hand to knock your rapier to the side out of the way. As the motion begins to push you, you trace your short sword along his sternum. It makes a crack 
once again. You feel it catch briefly. But as you turn over to the side, you see that you didn't quite dig as much into him as you would have preferred. Everyone keep wailing on him. Uh, Illyria, uh, roll me a d20. He's like, that's the death save. Nope! You get three, don't worry. Yeah, Mark won't death save off. One of us has the medicine skill. I'm not sure in three rounds if y'all will have him dead yet. We'll have him. There's Okay, he'll probably be dead. By the time it comes back to my turn, you aren't going to be making death saves anymore. I think he's saying he's going to heal you. The negative yeah. kind of impact. Uh, no, I, I think he's saying that it's about the uh, TPKS and that, you know, we'll just be rolling up new characters. That is not the thing <laughs> I was saying. Considering that at least a handful of us have in care, like in our backstories, killed some vampires. I think we could handle one juvenile vampire. You know, that you'd <laughs> think so. that, wouldn't you? <laughs> the boy, bleeding profusely, springs to his feet. You can see now as he's standing where some of the blood starts to stem as his flesh begins to knit partially back together. It's a vampire thing. Oh, I know. This is great. He looks around like the wounded animal he clearly is, but seeing no clear escape. (laughs) Seeing no clear escape, he lashes an arm out at the one person directly between him and his one exit. The wolf? What a dick. Sorry, I can't. Uh, 14 do my to hit Grimhild. 14, that's going to miss, because I have nice armor. Then another 14. Wow, nice. he misses twice. Uh, I'm guessing it bounces off my sick-ass coat. I don't know where I dodge. One or the other. What type of armor is your armor? Um, It's technically chainmail, but I like to think it's sewn into my really cool clothes. Seems legit. He lashes out at you. You have enough time to pull the edge of your cloak in front of him. You feel his claws trace along once, twice, along the many armored plates, making individual clinking noises in a row. But he seems desperate. He doesn't push past you. You can feel the force behind the blows. It's quite furious, but he doesn't manage to harm you. Uh, That will bring us to Faustus. Well, I'm going to cast a not-as-strong ray of sickness. I'm assuming he's resistant to, like, necrotic damage. The ray of sickness does poison, I think. Oh. Yeah. I'm assuming yeah. he's immune to voice, but maybe not. I don't know. It worked last time. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it worked the time before uh, last time. Oh, yeah, last time was a no, miss. last time I missed, but the time before. Yeah. Uh, do you get disadvantage against someone on the ground, or is he actually he's, on the ground? Uh, he, he stood, stood back up. Oh, yeah, okay. oh boy. Um, and you would have disadvantage on a ranged attack, but once again, he's standing, so. Ah, oh, crap. I just realized something that's too late to be retconned. That's a four. Uh, I, I rolled ten. Sorry, guys. You it's did a, it. It's okay. Hey, Gilman? you didn't get half eaten by a vampire. You're doing pretty good right now. Let's I be real. It and decide not to blast Grimhilda and let go. Let, let's be real. More than half. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the way, really. You mutter again. The I, same I, mean, I think he's light. just gonna kill me, not turn me into a vampire, though. Well, I mean, he's busy right now, so hopefully not. You mutter again, the same green light pouring from your fingertip. You begin to arc it over at him, attempting to lean over Grimhild's shoulder, but as she backs away from it, just attempting to fend him off, she brushes into you, pushing your hand to the side. Yeah, blink me. You make a cave maggot really, really ill. A line of moss is murdered. Way to go. It it pukes a little. (laughs) You hit the ooze on the ceiling that was going to drop on Nick's head. God damn it, that wow, always hit me. spoilers, God. That's the way it always works. <laughs> Do not yeah. pick up the conspicuous item in the corner. 
Girl. And certain enemies in Dark Souls just make people look like a fucking idiot every time. <laughs> so, from where Grove is standing, does he have light? Because he have a straight shot with the arrow? Not at all, no. This is correctly aligned. You'd have to go down. That's what I was fear. Okay. There's, there's um, a big old spot for you, and the wizard will even there be is, in your there's way. There's literally a spot for your you. Cool, your cool dog could chomp him. No, the cool dog is going to chomp him, because cool dog needs to chomp him. Cool dog can actually move to the free space that's over there. And then chomp him, and then you can move to the free space that the dog was in previously. You can move, you just have to use your action to make the dog attack. You can move uh, yourself yeah, still. I, I'll, I'm going to let the dog attack first. Are you moving the dog? No, I'm going to let it sit there first. So, let's try... And he could move after attacking anyway. That's This one changed that. This is true. Or you can move, then attack, then keep moving. 14. Hello. Sorry, uh, that does not hit. Well, no, Wolf has advantage, doesn't it? It does have advantage, though, actually. Oh, because it has pack tactics. Because it's a wolf. Tactics. Tactics. Tic tacs. Paddywhack? Give it all the bone. That does hit. All right. So now it's oh god, d4 plus plus eight. It's not plus two. No, it's plus four. Four, two, d4. Need to give this dog blessed teeth. Six. Jesus Christ. (laughs) We're doing okay, guys. DC eleven. Grimm just like, how did any of these motherfuckers survive? I hunt werewolves, you know that. This yeah, shit's out I, of I my I think league. I'm going to integrate it into my story that Nick is, is even <laughs> more of a charlatan than he comes off as, because clearly, <laughs> clearly he did not spend ten years fighting vampires. There is also a reason for this, don't worry. He even fooled himself. Like, no, no, it's just coincidentally weird shit happened that happened to help kill the vampires. <laughs> like, wow, it's really convenient that this piano fell on this vampire. I'm yeah, or, or like, they're fighting near a church, and the, the rector's like, oh, this holy water is all old and gross. I'm going to throw it out the window. <laughs> oh. I like to imagine that's not the splash. It's just he, a he, always, he always fights near start really going into the fences. Oh, god damn. Uh, does, does he make his so, check, or does he knock down? There you go. Uh, so you, once again, uh, goes on the aggressive... <laughs> Biting firmly into the boy's leg, pushing him back. And as he begins shoving him back, pushing him back against the line of Nick and Conrad, the boy managed to brace himself this time, hissing back, (laughs) holding his ground. You backs up after the attack has not proven to sink in further. Why can't you just call him Wolf or something? (laughs) What's wrong? Do you not like the name you? You go to back. You go to hell. (laughs) You attack. You backs up. Conrad. Um, boy. You am bite. Oh, I get one more action, Max. I'm gonna just move into the stairwell. Oh, yes, you can move still. Yeah. And then he'll All see right. the shit show and just yeah. pull out a bow and be like... <sighs> I did promise. He'll, he'll see the shit show and just leave. I'm going to, hold, I'm going to um, hold my shield up towards him and reach out with the hand around the axe. Touch uh, Illyria and lay on hands for 15. What does lay on hands look like to you? I figure just lay on hands is touching someone, whispering a short prayer to Avacyn, and watching the wounds knit back together. Is there any holy light, or does it just happen? Um, probably a very small amount of holy lights. Um, Conrad is not that high an Inquisitor yet. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out on our, on our scale of things, healing salve is actually a really good spell. <laughs> turns out... It means nothing to planeswalkers, but what does? What I need to pick up is a few copies of Renewal of Faith. And how much are you healing Illyria for? Fifteen. 
Uh, I think slam hands and roll on this, or is I it think at most cool? that would be nine. It's uh, just the use. I think he gets uh, three use. I figured the uh, minus ten would. No, it starts to zero. Healing has started oh. zero for like then the past I'll three. Do, I'll do nine then. Yep. Question: How do I get my max HP up after this? Uh, it's it's uh, after a rest. Okay. I'll spoil that ahead of time, but like, yeah, it's it's not a thing where it's just. It's not like forever, like in some editions. Like, <laughs> damage is bullshit. I'm gonna be pissed if I'm at third level druid at nine HP. <laughs> you're just a weeping willow. You're a little. You, you, I mean, it fits. You're a little bit. You're a little bit threadbare. You know, at harsh least, winners. At least we're not playing Call of Cthulhu with uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he'll, he'll just say like in the name of Advison, "Rise in patient child. Your duty is not yet done." <laughs> and as his hand wow. brushes against. Your uh, crumpled side, Illyria. Your eyes begin to flutter awake again. Light, what little of it there is, pouring back into your sight. There's a blood guy in front of you. Freaking <laughs> I'm sorry for bringing Framed in the center of the light you can see is a blood-covered screeching boy. <laughs> Beautiful, but pained and ripped asunder. What was that? Some grumpy old man doing me a good deed? Faustus looks on with a genuine smile, but with glassy eyes. I've done you no favors today. <laughs> Correct in a strong tone. <laughs> have, have a fucking inspiration. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what does inspiration even do? You can use it to get advantage on a thing. Or pass it to gotcha. someone else to get advantage. Well, it's different for bards. Bards can pass it on. Oh. Um, Alright. So, uh, I presume that uses all of your turn, though. That uses an action. So. Yes. And I, I don't plan on moving. Alright. Do I... Where am I? Nah, keep this big cuddle puddle going until this fucker is dead. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll stay where I am. I'll, I'll stay in this small pile of the frailer members of the party. <laughs> Grimheld. Okay, uh, I am going to spend me frail. a bonus action at a superiority die to use a fainting attack. Uh, I'm going to faint with my sword and stab a motherfucker with the stake. I, I summoned <laughs> onto a nearby couch. I summoned the vapors. <laughs> So how does what does fainting attack specifically do? I pick a target within five feet of me. I faint. Uh, use a bonus action to faint. My next attack has uh, advantage, and then if I hit, it does my superiority die and damage in All addition. Right, Sick. So does a twenty-four hit? Yeah, you definitely hit. Okay, and that's going to be uh, I'm not doing it as an offhand attack, so it gets my full strength bonus. Ten nice. stake damage. Nice. Nice. Give him the old stake faint. So, you begin a swing with your longsword. The boy, still attempting to look your way to escape, moves to attempt to dodge out of the way to the side of your sword. He moves a bit sluggishly, though, the loss of blood, but even then, he did not expect from your other hand coming up underneath his sternum, bringing the stake, clashing into his organs. You feel the wet warmth of his blood against your hand. And then something dawns on me, which is he has that weird thing where your heart's on the wrong side, apparently. And I've just been fu- that's why I've been fucking up so bad this entire time. Dextrocardia. <laughs> you know, you got it. <laughs> you know, it, it would have been better if everyone, if Nick's sword just didn't stop curving around him. Uh, I want to spend my action surge. Yes, I just want this, I want this motherfucker to die. I want him to die really bad. Um, I, I'd say I could finish it off, but that's not a promise I can make at this point. <laughs> uh, we can expect Nick to be 
the show stealer when it's actually appropriate. Right now, it's just some mid-season like episode nobody cares about. I think it's the Bruce Campbell pog. I think that's where yeah, your mistake was. Yeah, probably, that's probably yeah. not helping. Is is this oh, guy holding anything? Surge? No. Is it? Okay. Uh, I'm going to swing a sword. Other than a copious amount of bloods and a few of his organs in. I mean, so I'm assuming he takes half damage from stuff, right? Because uh, that's what resistance does. Yeah. Okay. Off the record, yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stake. I'm just gonna stake a few other things. Keep staking. Stake it up. Stake and shake. I'm gonna miss. Wait. Oh, I can't. It's too late to spend inspiration, isn't it? Uh, no, it's not. Well, even with advantage, I would have rolled a thirteen. So I guess never mind. <laughs> After you roll, before you know if it worked, you can use your inspiration. Okay. Would that? Yeah. But it, no. I can't tell if it will work. A thirteen would. But you can it. try. I should, this rolling thing, we've discovered a problem with it, which is then it makes it so you're less likely to spend inspiration. Uh, you want to spend base. your inspiration, or you know? No. no okay. it's a I'll just make it sure. That's a dumb idea. Well, goodbye, action surge. I'll you don't know how close that is. I do, actually. I, I think it's he's probably 15 or 14. I think 15. I think we have had 13s that missed. Yeah. All right. Anyway. In fact, uh, no, no, Axe got a 12 that time. Once again, you swing in with your sword now, but at this point, that, he's that been watching time. you profusely and ducks under this. Your swing not quite as fast, expecting him to be bowing down with the amount of damage he's taken. Nick. Yeah, no words. Nick I'm just, him. Just, just, just going to try to cut him. No, you say a witty one-liner. Cut this beautiful blood boy. What's, what's, your, what's your one-liner? Come on. You might get inspiration. No, no, no. You see, I, I, I ran into this problem with Declan as well. Like, I can't keep doing one-liners doing this shitty. <laughs> Let's keep this straight and to the point. Um, Hello, I missed you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey! Ooh, oh, that's spicy. A, that's a crit. You yay. also double your sneak apparently, attack damage. Your rapier is garbage. Uh, no, that's no, apparently. No, short, I, I always do rapier first. Your short sword is sick nasty. Yeah. yeah short sword sword you've named your weapons. Garbage is sick nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just give her the garbage? That's my favorite rapping duo. <laughs> which which one gets passed down to the firstborn, and which gets passed down to the second? <laughs> I know you're the younger son, but look, I'm giving you the bigger sword. It's the better <laughs> one. <laughs> Judging by his role, he gives it to the second son because that's better. Exactly. All right, so that's eleven damage. It turns into twenty-two damage. It turns into eleven damage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you want to finish him? You know, I used to be so much better at this, and just like just. Uh, he he dodges the repairs, so he just like just brings down the sword into his into his back in between the ribs. Ooh, a fine hit! It's solid. You can hear his spine shatter. A large chunk of meat splits in the middle. You can see he's butterflied on both sides, and he collapses to the ground. Organs now finally completely spilling out. He doesn't seem to be moving. I was staking the heart. That's not a particular Innistrad thing, but it also is good. So well. Oh, right, I guess it's... Whatever, it's fucking vampires. You stick their fucking heart. I can chop his head off if you like. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should, you should do that. I might, I might miss. I'll hack his head <laughs> off. I get the garlic out. Uh, what else do we need? I'm gonna drop a bag of rice on the ground. No, no, he's dead. We don't need to worry about that part. Okay. Uh, and then, is this place ventilated enough where I can set him on fire, or should we bring him outside for that? It's the only source of ventilation is the floorboards above, which are pretty tightly packed, and the trapdoor, which you came through. Yeah, I'll, g- I'll give him the old executioner swing. Big overhanded heave, and with a sickening chop, 
cast in the name of Avacyn, you not guilty. His head rolls off, spinning along the ground. Destroy target creature. All of your opponent's other creatures get minus two, minus zero. Okay, let's, uh... Um... I shake some of the blood off of me. There's a lot of it. I'm gonna use the remainder of my lay on hands on myself. I'm just gonna... You d- don't worry about the... I'll, I'll, he reaches into his bag and just lights one of his uh, hooded lantern. It's good to know I'm traveling with... A trim- no, I'm not going to say anything like that. I'm just going to think it. Yeah, I'll take a look around, make sure there's no like hostages or like sacrifices. <laughs> we look Tur- at his evidence dungeon. <laughs> Turns out we're surrounded by more vampires. It's just, you know... Do you need me to make light so you can see down here? I make d- me an investigation I, check. I, I just lit my lantern. Oh. Don't don't keep wasting spell slots. <laughs> well, that's a um um. Yeah, that one's actually a cantrip for. Her. Yeah, so I can just make fire hand. Yeah, the produce flame is a cantrip. Yeah, I can um, just be a firebender for honestly, a moment. Honestly, yeah, more of that is better probably just because like most light sources are shitty. Sitting yeah. on a seventeen investigation. You explore around. Most of the area is dirt. Some loose, some packed. A few places you found have been scratched heavily. Some in attempt to, it seems to burrow out, but nowhere with really any proper hold. You find an area with a few torn feathers, pieces of scraps of cloth. You figure this might be his bed at the moment. But the most interesting one you find when you head as northward as you can, along the wall, near the middle, you see one of the only natural, well, not natural, but sources of light in here at all. It's not even very clear. It's only noticeable when you're directly under it. It's not much more than a pinprick, but looking at it upon the wall, there is a line of what you can tell is very dried blood. Some of it's been picked away. A lot of it's been scraped away. It's worn, but you can tell, especially closer to the ceiling. Ah, I believe I'm starting to understand the arrangement here. I believe we're clean down here. Only bedding and blood. Okay. Six six tempered vampiris. Indeed. I speak celestial, so what are you saying? Hopefully not exi- not exactly sick. I'm not fond of how this went. Yeah, that, that makes two of us. Sort of clutches at a wound that's still, still leaking some blood. Yeah, um, the only problem is uh, I doubt that, that the priest is going to be in any shape to, you know, finish up with the ceremony up there. He had he completed it. You just had not interred the body. Oh, okay. He did, he did the bulk of the work, at least the priestly work. What we need now is a craft digger. Do you all want to make sure that he's not around when I drag this thing out? I don't want to hear his wailing. Oh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll think of something. It would be a good lesson for him. But or we, or we can just go at this. Uh, straight turn up. and walk out of the church. Um, Illyria, if I may have a moment. Yeah. Real tired looking. If I may ask you to uh, be a bit more cautious next time. At least more cautious than to dash past the vampire hunters and then past the vampire. Yes, made stupid. She looks kind of the equivalent of hungover. Drink some water, have a snack. Your blood will return. Her hopes. Gonna go for the dog, the dog Curtis, and she knows it can kind of help her stand up if she needs it. Quiet. I'll, I'll hand her some of my trail rations. <laughs> I have rations. All right. So who's heading where? I'm going to head up, see if I can find that priest. All right. Where'd uh, Grimhild go? Is she is is she dragging the body? <laughs> She's waiting for Nick to go make sure that the dude won't see it because she doesn't want him to like freak out like an idiot. 
Sure. Uh, Grove will just hang around uh, with Grimhild off the Linda hand. <laughs> he slushed up on the vampire servant. That's Nita hand. Do you want a hand? Hey. Hey. <laughs> she might actually, like, grin very slightly at that. Yeah. Just, he'll just kind of get somber, like, I have not, not experienced with these, so I'm going to rely on you to keep me informed. Your dog barks. Can you make arrows yourself? It's what I do. What's wrong? You. Oh, I'd suggest just making some fresh. I know that's usually want to have seasoned wood, but uh, if it's living, it may be more efficient or effective, rather. Sure. One second. Uh, yeah, walk over to the dog. What's wrong? <laughs> I don't think you caught it, but you said you when talking to her. Oh. <laughs> Look, I'm going to use this as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he'll sit down and go, oh, right, sorry. That's a good point. That's a good point. You Scratch is a good <laughs> Scratch the head. Sorry about that. Walk back yeah. over. While waiting, I'll probably like... with vampire blood. Yeah, like, while while just hanging out, I'll probably, like, pet him a bit. Just absentmindedly. Because you're such a good boy. He pushes up underneath your arm. Aww. All right. So, uh, Larry, where are you going? I'm with Dog. You with dog. Okay. All the cool people hanging out with the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only one Pretty not much. down there anymore, also Faustus. Nick. Nick. Uh and Nick, are you going to the priest also? Uh yeah. Since 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 he's not an animal fancier, he will just uh <laughs> <laughs> just let us know when the coast is clear to drag out boy corpse. Alright, yeah. both of you head back up there. The priest is once again bowed in prostration, directly in front of the altar. There is a small statuette, a battered angel. He kneels directly in front of it. He doesn't look to you as you enter. Well, how would you like to handle this, Nick? Mm, well, we tried telling him the truth, and that didn't seem to matter. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, just, you know, keep him engaged for a minute while they drag the body out. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go over to his side. Priest. Yes. Yes. As part of my official investigation, I need to ask you a few questions. Anything for the Inquisitors? Whose blood? He looks up to you. The flickering candlelight everywhere, illuminating well his red eyes, streaks of tears. He pauses, eyes catching yours. Then he looks down and begins to roll up his sleeve. You can see now that he is pale. Everyone here that would remain indoors is pale, but he is very pale. And he has on his arms several deep marks. As I thought. Some fresher than others. I'm sorry to note about vampire stuff. Could a vampire sustain itself on that? Like, even if it were shitty subsistence existence, but still, like... Basically, Nick just wants to make sure that he didn't, like, feed him anybody. For a while, they could live off of this. It would be a terrible existence. And then at the end of it, like, they would eventually starve. This is not a way to keep someone alive. This is like handing someone a slice of bread every day. How long? I found him a month ago. He was gone much longer. Much, much longer. And has he been contained? Are we to worry that there are more in this city? This city is dead. They're scrounging here, but there may be some among them I don't. Since I've, since I've cared for him, he hasn't gone anywhere. I've looked after my boy well. Of course you have. Um, While Nick, Nick tries to go and give the high sign for them to clear out there with it. Yeah, if there's nothing for a while, we'll just start 
bring the corpse out and try not to attract too much blood. But I don't care that much, so whatever. Well, what is your name? Donovich. First? <laughs> First or last. That is all. You have no other name? No. A man in my position doesn't need... Very well. Donovich, I am ready to pass my judgment as Inquisitor of this particular investigation. He closes his eyes deeply, his hands once again clutching against the very small collar, wringing it. You have performed heretical acts, but you have done so in the most considerate way possible. Therefore, I sentence you to return the the heart of the church in Gavany. Should Avison find it find you worthy to arrive alive, you shall work out your atonement there. He doesn't move for a good ten seconds. He slowly lifts his head after the silence becomes unbearable. Looks you in the eyes, Conrad. You can see here a man who, while still caring, seems at this point to not have much man left in him, but still enough that he simply nods. Yes. There will always be a place at Avison's side for those who atone. Remember that, Donovich. He begins to shakily rise to his feet. Your punishment for... Carefully. Sorry. Oh, he just carefully sets a hand on the altar, helping raise himself up, head hung low. Conrad will put a hand on his shoulder. Your punishment for doing your best is to become better. All right, Donovich? He nods his head. He remains silent. All right, so what do you guys do? Oh, I'm setting this thing on fire. <laughs> do you take it a sizable way away from the church? I mean, far enough so nothing's going to catch on fire, other okay. than the corpse. It's like over here. Other than the dead monster. Maybe far away enough that that uh, rotten pork smell doesn't make it through the church. Do vampires even smell like rotten pork? I feel like they'd probably just go up pretty easy after they're dead, especially. They smell like people. Oh, whatever. I don't care. I'm used to it. I also have Kuru. Don't ask. <laughs> I'm asking. Listen, man, it was a dare. All right. Do I need to conduct a second investigation? You can try. No witnesses. All right. What about the rest of you? Donovich doesn't seem to be moving for the moment. There, there, lumpy vampire priest. Ah! Yeah, as soon as it's clear that, that they're they're done, and even though he wasn't much of a distraction, his job is over. He's out of the church as well. All right. Um. So it's, we still need to bury the guy? Ah, yes. The coffin is still currently inside the church. Uh, <laughs> While we were kicking down doors, there was there a shovel anywhere? Uh, I'm certain there was. Is there a trick weapon shovel? No. Okay. Turns out finds a priest, not really a warrior. Uh, Faustus finds a clean spot to sit down and uh, rest and studies his spell book. Nick walks by with shovel in one hand. Yeah, did anyone want to help me with this? Uh, I didn't think so. Okay. <laughs> this is done walks burning. Around in the back. Faustus looks up and looks back silently to his spell book. I'll probably, like, look at Faustus for a second and be like, you can do strange things to a man, huh? Yes, yes, I can. I know how to dissect men, I know how to sicken them, freeze them, and I know how to put them back together. It's a grief, but that's where that works too. Oh. Yeah, so I don't know, uh, I'm guessing there'd be some kind of graveyard around. Uh, they didn't, I don't think they planned on like having a slug casket, you know, to another town or something. So, uh... I think it was behind the church, actually, if I remember the map. Yeah! Okay. So we had a block-size uh, cathedral art. God damn it. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Nick, Nick will find an empty spot. Uh, if he sees the the Kalyan name, then, you know... But you do. Doesn't. Okay. They happen to have a mausoleum, actually. Not a big one. Looks at a shovel. God. Okay. He kind of walks 
walks back over to the body fire. They, they've got a mausoleum. Uh, so, you know, when that's done, you just need to help me lug this thing back there. I mean, if it's going pretty well, and I'm fairly certain nothing terrible is going to happen, help them out. Everything at least seems the unsuspicious form of peaceful now. Not too quiet. Birds calling. General malaise still scattered about. That was a weak-ass call, I apologize. Yeah, I'm a bird! Yeah, I can't really do it really. <laughs> I can make a duck sound, but that's about it. I've heard people do really fucking good cronies. Anyway, um... Cocorico, Cocorico. Anyway, yeah, it takes a little bit of time to heft the, once again, rather ramshackle coffin out to the mausoleum. There isn't a site particularly in it dedicated to this man, but it doesn't take too long to find a spot where you can set him. You see inside the other coffins held within very intricate cages, bound in many layers of runes. This family was important, and this improvised coffin, to say the least, stands out starkly amongst them. Yeah, just kind of knocks on it. All right, get your rest, old man. And uh, just head back. All right. Um, I assume, based on the sound of Faustus, that he's interested in taking a short rest. Yeah, I figured it's going to take some time to bury a, bury a Not body. Not quite an so. hour, but it's, it's a good chunk of an hour. So if you just, you can, ca- you can walk around. Rest doesn't have to be stationary. Just has to be not strenuous. Nick Nick pokes you with a dagger every fifty nine minutes. <laughs> Honestly, everyone could be considered for rest for this since you didn't have to dig the grave. I don't need one. Yeah, neither do I. I'm the ones carrying the grave, so I guess it makes sense anyway. <laughs> or the the casket. Uh, a short rest, however, does not re- get rid of the HP reduction from a vampire. So night's rest, right? Roughly long, long rest. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we're lucky that they keep him in a basement, right? It means that the town isn't controlled by vampires. Well, to your tell from the guy hiring us, it already kind of is. That's less in control. I don't know. I mean, does a child control a toy he's playing with? I suppose. Yeah, to understand about vampires, their priorities are warped, to say the least. Oh, wait, shit. Do you get it superioritize after a short rest? I don't know. Once Maybe I, I get some spells back. According to the feet, if that's the case, then I should just use them willy-nilly. Uh, whatever. Doesn't matter. I'll use one, so who cares? I see after everybody is... You, you get know, them back whenever you finish a short or long rest, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, assuming everybody's rested sufficiently while uh, while the non-casters drag the casket back. Eventually, you know, come up to wherever people are assembled, I guess, in the front near the body fire. Um, well, the job's done. We should uh, we should probably head over to the estate, such as it is. I mean, um, if you guys have anything to do, I'm sure I can handle the rest of it uh, until we actually need to leave. It's up to you. Are there any places of learning here? In the town? Yeah. I mean, he'll ask. Um, for Does this wretched place even have a school? For the two of you who have been here before, not really. The places with the most books would have been um, the Burgomaster's estate and the church, and the church does not have many books. Then no, I suppose I don't have anything to do. I have emptied this church. I suppose I should fill it for the moment, at least. I do not have anything to do. So, whatever is necessary for help. I mean, I, I just need to go collect her. Um, told her to backlight, so that won't need any help. Uh, I guess just, you know, try to swing around near front of the town when you're ready. We could try another attempt at the Barter shop. Pissy and impatient manner. 
<laughs> we could try another attempt at the uh, barter shop. Although that guy seemed to have not good trades. Um, you could say that. He shrugs and is like, I was just offering. Speakering is hard. Yeah, no, he he trades poorly. Um, you know, five to ten times the price because he can. Well, then we best be on the way. All right. So next, gonna head back to the uh, the estate. All right. And what about everyone else? Um. Hmm. Until we leave the town, I'll take up services at the uh, church, at least for the moment. Heading back to the estate. Okay. Uh, Grove will do some carpentry to try and repair the pews as best they can be. Uh, yeah, give me a roll with that. Um, what the fuck would that be? Um, because you're just using tools. Yeah, dexterity, since you're not needing to plan anything out, you're just fixing. Okay, so just, where is it, 19? As everyone else, 18 dicks? As everyone else begins to head out in their own directions, you set your mind to repairing these pews. They're in poor condition, but you see a few that can be salvaged. Especially with pieces from the other one. It's not going to take you that long. You have the nails on hand. You have the expertise. Someone can take care of this. And you're that someone. Take you a bit of time, though. Man, if I didn't hate God, I'd probably help you. I have proficiency in working tools. Got a carpentry set, because Kessig. Uh, yeah, no, he'll, he'll set about to work, and then probably in a quiet hour, just uh, our quiet moment, uh, talk, uh, walk up to Conrad. Yes. Um, I must apologize for... Illyria and myself's actions over the last few days. We've had you waste some of your talents unnecessary. <laughs> it is no bother. I'll try and ship her up and I'll try not to be a weight on you. I appreciate the thoughts, but uh, don't worry too much about it. We live in a, we have a dangerous business. It's true, but dangerous business and heavy weights are how people get lost in the woods. Perhaps. As I said, I appreciate the sentiments, but don't believe you owe me anything. I was simply happy to help. Just needed to tell you my piece. Thank you, Grove. Nod and go back to woodworker in. Where was Elyria going with? With the dog. I'll presume with dog for now, unless proven otherwise in a moment. Uh, Faustus and Nick are both going to the estate. What about Grimhild? Awkward, silent conversation. Where was Grimhild going again? Um... Who's the most likely to get murdered by something? The ones leaving the place that you just cleared out. I guess I'll go with them. If you judge by dice rules, probably us. I know what you're talking about. Nothing's getting murdered near me. I'm going to punctuate the the awkward silence with a more awkward question and just say, so I assume both of you have business with Streffenmaurer? Maurer? More. Maurer? Um, Yeah, no, she went with Dog. Okay. Uh, Assumedly to the estate. Did the dog go to the estate, Travis? Uh, no, they didn't need him. She'll let, uh, she'll let, uh, you will play with Illyria in the, the front of the church. <laughs> I will. No, but... I will not. Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> you know what? That's fine. She will hang out by the church while he woodworks and play with the pup. All right. But resume where we were. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember early in an earlier session, did I hear Faustus mention the, uh, the raid? On Mar- Mar- I Manor. believe so. I'm not sure if he used those words, but it was very able to be tell. That's what it was. Yeah, I think him and Conrad referred to it. Maybe they referred to the two years, the event two years ago, and there aren't too many notable big ones right now. Especially ones that involve Maurer. Yeah, Maurer. How do you pronounce it? Maurer. 
Mortar? Yes. It seems more like a... Okay. And maybe I'm saying it wrong, but that's how I've been saying it the entire time. It's too late for me. It's too late for me. <laughs> too late. Go on without me. Well, I'm just going to do this real quick. Yes, I have business with Mora. What's this about two years ago? I heard you and Conrad speaking. Yes, I suppose you could say so. I'll to speak plainly. Uh, for me, yes. Yeah, it's exactly because of that thing two years ago. Don't recall seeing you there. No. Either. No. <laughs> it's funny now that you mentioned it, Jack really didn't look much like me. There are some you know, cruel jokes about maybe uh, different dads being involved. Hey, you were at the raid? Not on purpose. What happened? I, I look at him for a second. I just, I'm trying to judge if he's going to lose his, like, finish losing his mind if I tell him. Like, because it seems like he has check. a lot of stake in here. Like, he obviously knows, you know, he knows she died there and uh, it didn't go well. Um, but yeah, he's a little off the rocker. Yeah. Yeah, so you get that. They knew the Inquisitors were coming. Treachery. Most likely. Very well. I'll add it to the list. They seemed to know I was coming. Not even made formal plans to. Did you talk to Arcelia? Um, I didn't really get a chance to speak to them, no. Unlike the residents of the estate, I did not know they were coming. Okay. I was doing my own bit of reconnaissance did i actually here's a question did i see what happened to arcelia uh one moment how quickly was it over i can't say for certain judging by how many people you had i'd assume they'd want to make it quick at least for most of them how what makes you think they knew i saw one that looked particularly unperturbed as they stormed through the door isn't that the mark of a good inquisitor no, of one of the vampires. Almost boastful. Again, I also must question the nature. I kill monsters. I had business there. No, I'm not a... Uh, well, like him. If I, any uh, of you want to roll insight, you basically don't have to. There's a like, it seems significantly more personal than that. I wasn't there. I have no insight. No, you and... don't have to. I said you don't have to roll. Don't do it. Stop. <laughs> I've rolled as expected. God damn it. Uh, she's on the level. Well, as on the level as she can be. <laughs> you hope to be on my level. Yeah, I think you're like, you know, Schrodinger's cat or something. As soon as you look inside the box, it collapses into a dead cat. <laughs> <laughs> the secret is they only put dead cats in the boxes. Turns out you save a lot on food costs. That Faustus turns to Nick. You had a brother there. Yeah. I'm sorry. He went because he was excited by the words of a upstart, another soldier like him. Oh. He couldn't join the duelists. He wasn't uh, wasn't too great. Not a lot of things, really. At heart, though. And he followed it all the way to the estate. I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah, Nick just kind of conspicuously tries to look anywhere that isn't that those two. Ah, fuck. Grimhild's a monster. So... You all understand if we see any of these people again, it's no longer them. I will brook no hesitation. No. I understand. That's what I told him, and that's what I told uh, Donovich back there. Yeah, she kind of nods and then keeps going ahead of everyone else. Uh, Faustus stops for a second, then keeps walking. So by the time you reach the end of that conversation, you've mostly crossed the town. 
It's only a short step away in the remaining silence. What's um? What are the other folks up to? I think they had their scene at the very beginning of it. Nothing yeah. else too much happening. We're the we're the silent brooders. We're not the snippy brooders like you two. Grimhild. Grimhild and Mosley Slant up to this point. You take that. I'm, in, I'm not brooding at all. Fine. Uh, great. Uh, Grim Grove is the, the just. It, it set his mind to work to deal with his broods. All right. But once again, you come across the mostly decrepit remainder of the Burgermaster's mansion. It's not too much difficulty to return back up to the door. Oops, knock, knock. There's once again a pause. Yes, who is it? It's uh, it's Nick. We're back from uh, the church. Yep, the star one just covered in blood. There's a moment as you hear a few sounds of unlocking. The door is pulled open. Once again, you see Ismark. Tired, but sturdy. He looks to you first for a moment happily, and then uh, perplexed and no, 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 it could not have been your father or grandfather. It was much too young. All right. That that helps out considerably. I'll be happy to know that. You all see him alive, and he pauses, looking over each individual. Well, which is good. If you can handle a situation that would result in that much, then you should be the type of people I hoped you were. He looks over to the side. Back in the other room, with covered in wilting flowers and quite a bit of dust. The main empty spot being where the coffin had been previously. Irina stands there. She moves over slowly. She has a small traveling pack over her shoulder, just a single strap, held carefully. It's clearly light. She took your words of warning. The heaviest swear she has being her sword at her side and the ramshackle pieces of armor she has, fine though they may be. Right, well, I'm ready to go. I'm all prepared. You did what I asked and I thank you. Apparently it wasn't as easy as I thought it was, but... Well, I mean, didn't really have anything to do with uh, with the job. Uh... I would consider getting there being part of the difficulty. I appreciate it either way. So, uh, we already head out? I thought there was more of you. Uh, they're, they're still at the church, um, taking care of some things. We'll, uh, we'll swing by and get them. Alright, um, I have the essentials and a few things for traveling. Is there anything in particular you could use. I'm not... We don't have too much here, but... Still. Um, let's see. Well, no horses. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what, if anything, would be used. Uh, really, I didn't know either. It's just seemed right to suggest. Alright, then. Do you have, like, a magic sword or something? <laughs> don't I wish. That'd make this a lot easier, wouldn't it? Grimhild looks disappointed. <laughs> I mean, does anything look useful? Uh, it's things you'd expect from a worn-down, moderately wealthy house where anything that could be broken down as uh, cover for windows and the like has. So, I mean, there's some tarnished nice silver. <laughs> I ask her if she has a hand mirror. Yeah, packed it away with me. I'm not dumb. Okay. 
I don't know. You're not, we're not in Kessig, so not everyone instantly does it. <laughs> so, well, if that's everything then, then I guess you're ready to head out. You take care, all right? Yeah, always. He picks her up, giving her a bodily hug, spinning her around briefly. The difference between their skin tones and hair is stark as they hold against each other. But he sets her down. She cracks as much of a smile as she can afford at this time. I'll be all right. Yeah, you better be. All right. Trusting her to you for now. Make sure she doesn't get herself killed. Yeah, no, she's a good hands. Oh, and I did make two of these. One's for her, but you can take one on your own. Uh, and he holds out a, a sword of sorts. It's not magical. Not what you might be looking for in that sense. Um, but it seems a moderately sized sword, not enormous, not sharp as much as someone might like it, but it's entirely made of wood, still partly green. It's carefully carved, not intricate, but very much intended for its purpose. I think we'll go a day at least, maybe two. What kind of sword? Short sword. That's all you talk. All right. Yeah, kind of takes it, you know, just kind of pokes around a little bit, getting the weight of it and whatnot. Irene also takes hers and carefully slides it right next to the scabbard of her rapier. All right. I hope to hear about good travel soon, one way or another. Should we, uh, I'm not, you know, not from around here. Uh, not sure how good the, you know, messages go, but, uh, should we send something back or? Uh, there's a few people you could potentially get on board. Um, oh, I don't know. Um, Maybe Sjöldar or Yevgeny or maybe Paulin. Any three, any of those three. If you can get in contact with them, they'd be easy enough to get a message back. They're pretty good at navigating. Though, then again, Paulin would probably be the best. He's the one who hates the town the least. I'll keep that in mind. Oh, uh, we should go. Yeah. I'm gonna nod a couple times and yeah. All right. She takes a few steps and then moves with purpose out of the door. Yeah, and then Nick's gonna run over to the church. Be like, "Hey, we're going. Hey, we're out. All right. Are we taking the road, or are we going to be looking for alternate routes? Unless this place is even deadlier than I had imagined, the road seems the safer option. Yeah, I'm just watching out for those carriages, as usual. As long as you don't encounter anyone in particular along the road, it generally is safer than the forests. Believe me, the forests are not the nicest." Brofeard Road, and then you get this listful, like, longing look as he looks over into the forest, like, oh, man. Let alone our travel time would be terrible. Roads it is, then. I need to get back to a library. The library here was ransacked a long time ago, so there's not much of one left. But, uh, I know over in Palos they actually have a real one. Dad took me there one time. They have a lot of books, actually. Perfect. Where libraries are is where mages congregate as well. Not sure about how many of those we have in the Outland Valleys, but probably more than I'd guess. Is, uh... I looked at Faustus. Like, was uh, Palace on the... What else is Palace on the list for? The uh, young man surrounded by... Uh, was it Wealth and Decadence or something? Like wealth and Madness. Wealth and Madness. So, what was it about the young guy with Wealth and Madness again? His home is his prison. There we will find an ally. I guess that means her. Maybe? Because that seemed like the only wealthy place, right? Well, there's look for a wealthy woman and search for a troubled young man. If you're saying my brother's mad, I'm... 
you know, I'm probably going to disagree with you. Uh, just, just surrounded uh, by it. That's, I guess. We had a consultation with an old wise woman. Her words are mysterious, purposefully. Well, does that one does that ring any bells for you? Is this uh, what's her name? Uh, Eve, Mad, Madam Eve? No, because I remember that I was supposed to keep this a lid on this, and I kind of look at her and I was like, "Stay on the whatever they're called." <laughs> Grovel's just like, I did not catch your name. We will we'll discuss this as we're walking. But yeah, does that sound like anyone you know? <laughs> Surrounded by wealth and madness, you mean, or yeah. I mean, if madness is just bad things happening, then most people here... Um, well, yeah, but they're not mostly wealthy. And I don't think I'd count my brother as young anymore. Um, no, I, I don't really think anyone in town. Most of the wealth is elsewhere. Okay. Anything about a dog? What was the thing about a dog? Dog? Mad dogs, too. Oh, never mind. I feel like I've heard the name Mad Dog, but... Have I heard the name Mad recently. Dog? Um, is there a history check? Yes. Roll me history. I do not have it trained, but do I have advantage because I'm from here? No, that's what's letting you make it. <coughs> Mad dog. Mad dog. That's goddamn backwards. <laughs> Mad dog. Well, my cousin had a dog they had to put down once. <laughs> I can't hear bad accents like that without hearing that one line from. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll think about it. I'm not sure. I feel like I haven't heard the name in a while. As you all begin trailing out of town, you hear a noise, different than most of the other noises. You've been hearing some soft sobbing again, coming from the house you'd previously visited, and there's the occasional moan and grumble, drops of water, but you hear a rolling, wood against rock, a squeak, a cart, them from just the street over. You've seen a couple people out in the roads they don't last stay there long. They immediately duck into households or away from you. But no one with a cart. It's just saying we, we hear a cart, but we don't see one? Uh, not, not directly. It seems to be a street over. I mean, either look in, like, past an alleyway or kind of head to the front and look over just to see. As you trace the lonely sound, you see pushing this cart is a hunched figure bundled in rags. They're very low to the ground, pushing ahead a cart that is just a bar with two wheels attached to a box. It's rickety and creaking, but it's making its way. As you watch for a moment, it rolls its way up to a house and knocks on the door. There doesn't seem to be an answer. She moves on. Is this a corpse cart? Not as far as you could tell, no. It would normally be bigger. Not covered. And probably have someone more physically competent behind it. She continues. Hmm. How long do you watch? Oh, I'm just going to go over to the Grove and say, you said you were after buying something? Um, I just remembered we were asking for it. We don't need it. We can leave, though. Well, no, I mean, because there's um, you know, someone with a cart over there if you want to. They're going door to door, looks like. Doesn't look like a seller, but eh, can't hurt to ask, right? Mmm, you, maybe. Uh, let's, uh, gotta wander over. Um, <laughs> what, uh, is there anything, like, sticking out of the cart? Uh, it has a hatch on the top, but nothing sticking out to the sides, no. It's simple wood, kept in better shape than a lot of the town, honestly. Still 
beat up, but not in any sizably damaging way. So it's basically like a uh, like a trunk on wheels. Uh, less of a trunk. It's more. It's not a clamshell split in half. There's just a single top to it. it. It'll be almost closer to say like a smaller, easier to push with your hands food cart. There's a the hatch would just open on the top, and you could reach down and extract whatever contents are inside. Ah, uh, yeah. He'll walk up, see the reaction. Uh, as you walk up, you can get a better view. You could already tell from a distance that this seemed an old woman. But as you get closer, you can tell that she is distinctly unattractive, is a thing to get it across the point of. It is hard to put into words quite how much so. Crone-esque? Crone-esque would be the beginning of this. Her nose is a parody of a hook, and she is hunched over so much that her back must be almost bent and double. Her teeth are failing for what few there are left. Her eyes, tiny, bloodshot, pink around the edges. And very stringy hair pulled tight into a bun. When she sees you arriving, um, she pauses her motions and stands carefully still. May I help you? Uh, yeah, just notice you're going around with a cart. Uh, buddy of mine looking to pick up some supplies, but I don't know if you're familiar with the area, but the uh, local merchant is a bit... Well, those words aren't polite to say in mixed company. <laughs> oh, don't I know it, dear. Bill Drath is a cogity one. Bit of a think rat, if you ask me, but don't tell him I said that. Oh, uh, don't worry. I, uh, I don't plan to stick around long or return. Uh... Are you, I see you've got your cart here, um, are you like trading or offering things for sale, or I, I see you going door to door. Uh, yes, y- yes, w- would, would, would a strapping young man such as you be interested in one of my simple dream pastries? Dream pastries? You seem to have your wits about you, you may be less interested than the others. That's surprisingly frank. But still, it can be nice in times such as these. Now, when you say dream, what is it exactly uh, do you mean by that? She conspiratorially leans over the hatch, slips hand down the opening, pulling it open just a crack. As she snakes below, she pauses, grasping a few things, her tongue pushing to the corner of her mouth, and she doesn't look. Head turned away. She pulls it back in as she has a small expression of contentment. As her hand pulls free, you see a small, crusty piece of bread in her hand. Um, the size of a roll or muffin uh, crimped around the edges. It is brown, yes, but inside there seems to be a soft color to it almost like it's lit from inside but it catches shadow just normally it's not actually glowing these will help you think of better things want one they're not cheap oh i don't see why not oh if you're sure it is a gold a sun is a bit much for many to explain these times i'll take counts on his fingers for a second i'll take seven Oh, how generous. Thank you. Yeah, she once again snakes underneath. 
and pulls out slowly an armful. She takes a ratty-looking cloth from her pocket. It's gray and splotchy, but she carefully sets them into a pyramid and wraps it up as carefully as she can. Yeah, he gets the coin pouch, fishes out, you know, appropriate amount. <laughs> Enough electrum, you're rolling in it. Yo, Thank you. Yo, yo, we run this province. I'm gonna make you a herder. I'm gonna give you so many sheep. Thank you. Well, I if wish they, you the uh, best of times. Of course, yeah. Well, you know, apparently if we eat these, right? Wink. <laughs> she pushes a hand against her cheek to look away, bashfully. Alright, turns around, heads back to the group. Well, Grove, it looks like, uh, I don't know if you're after, like, sundries or, or supplies or something, but uh, all we've got is pastries today. She resumes her route, knocking on doors. What do I roll to make sure that pastry isn't going to, like, kill this dude? No, yeah. I, I can hear Grove just kind of looks at it like, I asked if they had a wise woman. Weird. I, I mean, I can purify food and drink if you're really scared. Well, I'm just curious, like, because it'll give me an idea of what this lady was thinking. I got a 19 on survival? <laughs> uh, survival wouldn't be the thing here. Uh, are you wanting to know what the lady was thinking? Were you watching the conversation? I was... Did, did he buy a pastry? <laughs> he did. But seven of them. I bought seven. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at the pastry. Like, yo, is that gonna kill him? Okay, so you're using investigation of the pastry. Uh, maybe an Arcana check. Ar- <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, if I know, what, what the <laughs> fuck Eldritch pastry did I just buy? If I know, I'm rolling Arcana. I know something is wrong. <laughs> Faust is just like are, swoops in like a fucking hawk and grabs. Like, are, give me that shit. Are, are these gonna go the eyes on the I, inside? <laughs> you. <laughs> Well, out of character, you know things are wrong. In character, the Arcana check is seeing if it would even flash anything to you. <laughs> the lost soul of pasta. Is that I, reflexive? I don't know. Yes. I got, I got well, she's 10. investigating the pastry. If you're investigating the pastry, the Arcana is reflexive. If you okay. had no reason to believe there was Arcana in the pastry, would you <laughs> okay. make the can, can, Look, okay, here's my logic, right? She's an old woman in Stencia. <laughs> <laughs> she lived past the the age she's, of middle aged. Is there an old person in Castigerstensia? Something's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like either <laughs> she's magic or a monster or both. I mean, to be fair, what Illyria said of I can purify it is about what Grove is going to do because he doesn't trust. O- okay, I'm not going to lie. While all of this investigation is going on, Nick has already bitten to one. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Full of spiders. <laughs> That's what Are we going to have to crunch? <laughs> Is he handing out pastries to everybody, or did he get seven for himself? <laughs> He's got an arm just grabbing them and eating them. Yeah, just pouring them down like fucking... <laughs> what's yeah. his name from uh, from Popeye, yeah. the guy who eats burgers? Uh, he, 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 he bought Maybe. one for each member of the party, not because he wanted each member of the party to have them, but so that he could point to them in turn and say, this one could have been yours. Eat it. This one could have been yours. Eat it. Nothing terrible happens. I'll buy some. Nick, (laughs) roll me a charisma saving throw. Oh, I am so fucking glad I'm gonna die when I eat one of these. Fuck. They are charming. Oh, rogues don't get charisma prisons. You get get an erection lasting more than four hours. (laughs) You have been cursed! You should probably see a doctor about it. <laughs>
Uh, oh no. <laughs> Axe, how? What was it's that a, trick again? It's a computer program. <laughs> saving throw. Uh, oh. Uh, Nick, what was your happiest moment in your life? And I mean, true happiness, not like, you know, the type of just thrill. Did our midnight duelist just get ratatouille That's the problem. <laughs> That's a fucking that anime reaction. He's, uh,. Like, to him, happiness and adrenaline are kind of unhealthily linked. That's fine, if that's him. If that's truly... So, um, it's basically that day him. that was Crank. No, I'm going to say um, it's the, the end of the day when he killed his uh, first vampire on his own and he was all, like, beat to shit and ragged and full of holes, but alive. Nick, you can feel that ache. You look down. You're sitting. You're propped up against the mist-covered streets. You recognize those those flagstones? That's Isophor. The main street. Running through Hovengul. Big one. Trade happens. You managed to get your way back here. Took a bit of a crawl. Nobody really noticed. People try to ignore people covered in blood. Unless... Unless they're the good, particularly good Samaritans. But you know you did it. It's got holes in you. You can feel the blood from you. But it's a good ache. Look down at your hand. Your rapier completely covered in blood. Your hand covered in blood. Blood that you pulled out of it. Symbols of the place you made better. The fight that you won. To everyone else. Nick just blinked several times. And then fell backwards. Slamming into the mud. Is he dead? Don't check his pulse. Thank you. He seems fine. He's fine. He looks like he fell, honestly. Like, he's still blinking, he's breathing. He's breathing a bit oddly, like quickly, but well, not like he's poisoned. With a chance to investigate, uh, this is a look at the biscuits. There's some Roll Arcana. I'll carry him. Twenty after modifying, but uh, hard to get well, much higher. There's definitely something woven among this. It's magical. You can tell that much. It doesn't seem inherently harmful. The magic here is—it's old. It's technically not good magic, but it's not harmful magic. It's a type the church would frown upon heavily. The church would never allow something like this. Is it but more it's not like harmful. my magic? Hmm? Is it more like my kind of magic? I'm not sure how well he knows your sort of magic, but at the oh, same okay. time, like, not specifically. I'll cast okay. the tech magic on them. After two, two turns, I get the school it's from, at least, and the type of aura, if it's even something that can be understood. Yeah, it doesn't take that long. Turns don't, rounds don't last very long at all. Uh, it's an enchantment. One in a black tap creature until next turn. Well, in my opinion, it's a very powerful but harmless enchantment. And he'll uh, lay down in the mud next to Nick and eat a pastry. <sighs> Roll me a oh, Christmas saving throw. Gro- Grove just <laughs> face palms. At you this can point. choose to fail saving throws. Well, I got. I rolled a four. Oh, right. I'm talking to you, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you want to fail it? Yeah, I'll fail it. Why not? I sure. Pick these assholes up and keep going. Yeah, while they're Grove, tripping balls. Grove will pick up one of them and just. Irene is just kind of watching in like confused, just complete confusion. Honestly, not really confused anything. I just look back and say they're from Stensia, as if that explains something. <laughs> I am... Fr- what? You mean Nathalia? Yeah, Nathalia. They're from Nathalia. 
Grill have Does everyone in Nefalia eat things without? They live a much more carefree lifestyle than we do. Apparently, this seems so, to be see, good for a trap or something. Continuity legs. Random food from random old women just screams the need to purify. See, like Do you've never heard. Food. You've never heard Grove like raise his hand and like talk this loudly before in his life. He's like, see, see, even she understands. Yeah. Before, before we get to Faust, anyone who looks back, the old woman has moved on to another street outside of sight. Good. I don't want any of that shit. Um, is there a way I can like remember what she looks like so I can ask about her later? Because this is uh, you can roll. Interesting. You can note it down yourself, or you can roll yeah. later. And I think I, I I wrote down a pretty good description in the chat. All Perfect. Right. Just make... What is the happiest you've ever been to? Who you currently are, not who you ever were. To who he currently is. It's the the day she said yes. What was that like? Mm, probably beaches on the. Rocky, is Nefalia rocky? Nefalia is pretty rocky. Set yeah. upon the silver beaches. Yeah, rocky beaches, uh, a mechanical bird delivering the uh, question and the ring, you know, good food, all that sort of thing. You know, during one of her rare times away from the church. She wasn't dressed like an inquisitor that day. Her hair caught the light, the silver bouncing off the beach and the moon. It's sometimes safe to be out at night when you know what you're doing. And she knew what she was doing always. The gold and the silver mixed together. She was happy. She smiled. Brighter than usual. She always was bright. She was happy. She wanted to be with you. To everyone else, Faustus is unable to move. Still, similar, breathing. Both of them are smiling. They seem perfectly fine, except instead of in the case of Nick, he's breathing heavy. Well, in the case of Faustus... There was a brief moment of heavy breathing and then calm. Ah, that silence is golden. You begin to head back on the road. And I think that's where we'll leave it off this time. Good session. Thank you. Questions, comments, concerns? It was good. Um, Other than me nearly dying, but you know. Um, That was a good introduction to vampires. Are we level four yet? I was actually going to say, congratulations, by the way. Yes. You're level four now. Nice. I, I still don't know if I should just take the ability score or if I should just go ahead and fucking get the crossbow thing. This what is basically is... only going to change your health and your uh, and your ability score. You get, uh, for those of you who don't know, at level 4, every class is the same in that they get a either a plus 2 to 1 stat, plus 1 to 2 stats, or your feet. I've yeah. got four, plus 4 charisma now. I don't... Should I... Oh, yeah, I'm going to plus 5 intelligence. Hell yeah, me too. Except for his dexterity and not intelligence. (laughs) Should I do plus five strength? Or should I make it so I can crossbow point blank? Dude, crossbow. I think the crossbow thing's really cool, but, you know, your preference. I am being bloodborne, so why not? Fine. Uh, Yeah, vampires are nasty, and particularly more vampires are really not nice. Oh, Lord. We in. That cut out. All right, uh, I'm back. Uh, Who who markered Nick's face? You know, uh, the funny thing is, it was Nick. <laughs> just, he slept in it. He knew that no, someone right. was sleeping, and he just knew he had to, but... Nick and Faustus are happy. That's what matters. Well, they were briefly, but now they're back in real space, and they remember the happiness that close at hand that it makes them super sad forever. 
Stop spoiling well, things, Josh. There, there's five more biscuits left, and then after that, we'll have to deal with these addicts and go kill yeah, this weathered witch that. or whatever the fuck <laughs> she is. Okay, I'll take crossbow expert, even though it's dumb. <laughs> Dude, it's the best dumb though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll get level four and I'll add two to dexterity. Um, I added one each to intelligence and wisdom. Cool. Yeah. They're what I work with the most. I'm a charisma man. Charisma. I thought about it. I only needed one point to bump my dex up to, to an extra ability mod, but I figured I don't really use that as much. And then, of course, the average amount from your next hit die plus uh, uh, plus your constitution modifier is added to your health, maximum health, which is technically your health right now. Repeat that. Okay. So con plus... Con plus what What type of hit dice do you have? You have D10s, right? Yeah, 3D10. So the average, so that would be, you gain, well, firstly, your hit dice, you add another to that, 4D10 now. Um, and then if you, what is your con? Uh, plus one. Plus one, so you'd have seven more HP. I have 44 max hurt points. All right, with that, uh, I'll probably edit out most of this discussion stuff at the end, but, you know, maybe I'll leave a few of it in uh, for just the stat stuff that people may or may not be. I don't know. Anyway, thank you for listening, Internet. Uh, and we'll see what happens next time. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.